0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself
1: to the Grandma McFlurry today. ba pa pa pa. participate participating McDonald's for a limited time.
0: The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer, right over there, with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline.
2: Kind of digging the "Day Lost Soul" in the background right now, but we've had a busy, busy news week, and nobody better to break that down than our friend tommy Pigott. he's the rnc rapid response director you can see some of his work at rnc research tommy we've got a lot of places we could begin here but let's start with this document that old man grassley chuck grassley dropped yesterday we've known about it for a long time we finally got a look at it yesterday and it's all there the biden bribery information curious as to your thoughts
1: Well, it's just another piece of evidence showing the scale of this influence peddling scheme, uh, showing uh, Joe Biden's, at least at the very least, knowledge of it, though this document alleges Joe Biden's involvement, which is incredibly concerning. It also raises questions about how much this document was investigated. Democrats are already out there trying to downplay the document as if it wasn't uh, relevant or as if it was somehow disproven, but there's been no evidence that this has been thoroughly investigated and embedded by the FBI. We don't know if they ignored it completely. And this... Human source, which was detailed in this FBI report, is a highly credible source, according to the FBI, uh, which has been used multiple times. So, if anything, this especially warrants investigation and and is in line with all the other evidence that indicates a really troubling story when it comes to the Biden family influence peddling scheme.
0: And I'm just wondering, Tommy, if the press would cover this the same way if this was Don Jr. and uh, Trump Sr., uh, except, that, you know, saying they're going to withhold a billion dollars in loan guarantees from Ukraine unless the prosecutor was fired. Would it be the same uh, if, you know, the Biden family, if if Trump scored millions of dollars in deals with China? Um, it's it's really concerning to me that we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine and we're not tracking the money, and who knows how much of that money is getting lost due to bribery and corruption over there. This would be a different story if it was Donald Trump and his family.
1: Well, 100% it would be, and we know that from the Durham report where the FBI basically invented reasons to go after President Trump, and the media ran with it for years. I mean, the the distinction and the difference is so stark, and it's not just President Trump. You see uh, members of the left and the media going after everyday parents. Practically making up uh, issues to go after parents who are just concerned about their children's education. I mean, the difference is very stark. The double standard is incredibly stark. I think it's obvious to everybody. I mean, and the fact that the media continues to say there's no evidence that Joe Biden was involved in this is ludicrous. There's literally almost every single type of evidence you can imagine indicating that Joe Biden was involved in this. Voicemails, photographs, visitors logs, uh, bank records showing every member of the Biden family, practically something like 12 members of the Biden family, involved in this influence peddling scheme, or at least receiving money from it. The scale of this is massive. The number of countries are massive. And it's also showing how stark they go after Trump and, uh, and his children uh, for having a legitimate business when there's been absolutely no legitimate business that's been pointed out with the Biden family influence peddling scheme. None. What do the Democrats think they did to receive this money? I haven't heard a single Democrat come out and say, this is what the Biden's provided. This is the service they gave that warranted this money. The only service I could possibly think of is their connection to Joe Biden, and that should worry everybody.
2: And we talked about this a little bit earlier, but there's video We've all seen the video of Joe Biden on that panel. He's yucking it up, playing grab ass with all of his crooked friends, and he's bragging about how that prosecutor in Ukraine was fired. But yet, that doesn't get any coverage at all. But Donald Trump has this audio recording, and Caitlin Collins plays it on CNN, and now everybody's throwing parades because this is going to be the thing that's going to put Donald Trump behind bars. Like, the double standard here, it's... It's frustrating. If you're going to tell me that Donald Trump broke the law, we can have that conversation. But you can't look at people that actually understand what's going on and say that Joe Biden didn't.
1: Well, it's also Biden's the current president of the United States of America. The person that the media should be holding accountable right now is Joe Biden to make sure that he's not compromised, to make sure that he's not doing things that are inappropriate with taxpayer money. That is what the media should be doing, not acting as a de facto opposition party to the Republican Party, not acting as a de facto extension of the Democrat Party's political machine. But that's exactly what they're doing right now. They're not actually acting like a media that's interested in getting to the bottom of what's happening in the Biden White House. And we know that's the case because time and time again, House Republicans have come out and showed evidence of censorship. They've showed evidence of collusion between the Biden administration and social media companies. They showed evidence related to Biden Inc. Time and time again, the media takes Biden's word for it. There's absolutely no digging. And then call it five months later, we realized House Republicans were right the media was wrong, and the media shouldn't be taking Biden's word at face value. Biden has shown he cannot be trusted on this issue. There's practically not a single lie he hasn't told. He's lied again and again, and I don't like saying that because he's the president, but unfortunately he he has. He's not told the truth on this issue, and the media should be focused on holding the president accountable, not acting as a extension of the DNC.
2: Chatting with Tommy Piggott, Rapid Response Director for the RNC. Tommy, we've had some pretty interesting hearings on Capitol Hill this week. Everything from IRS whistleblowers to censorship hearings where, believe it or not, they actually tried to censor somebody in the censorship (laughs) hearing. Uh, Take me through what was important for you this past week.
1: Well, I think the hugely important things Well, both of those hearings were, were hugely important. One of the big takeaways i took from the hearing on censorship was just how terrible once again it was that the hunter biden laptop was censored just how much people knew at the time that it was not this russian disinformation ploy but again they took the biden campaign's word for it didn't do any evidence themselves didn't do any investigation themselves Uh, they just took the biden campaign's word for it and violated one of the most fundamental rights we have as americans our freedom to speech censored that information right before an election. I mean, it really was astonishing that that level of coordination almost between these different elements, like the media, law enforcement and the Biden campaign. It really was frightening that they were able to do that. And I think it should never happen again. The American people deserve that information. And I think the second thing is these whistleblowers showed once again how credible they are. We're talking about whistleblowers that came to Congress, testified, uh, alleging that this political interference by Biden's DOJ to protect Hunter Biden and the Biden family, They're under oath. They're saying this publicly. They have emails to back up what they're claiming. It's the Biden DOJ that's changing their story. The Biden DOJ that's refusing to give this information, trying to hide the information. And right now, if you're looking as an objective observer, it's the whistleblowers that are credible right now, not Biden's DOJ. And that's incredibly troubling. We shouldn't have this lack of faith in our Justice Department, but we have that lack of faith because Biden is politicizing it so so incredibly.
0: You know what I found really uh, what makes them credible in terms of the IRS whistleblowers – the the guy uh, was it Ziegler Ziegler Ziegler, um, you know people were making some sort of big deal that he is gay and that he's a Democrat, but he goes out there and testifies and looks everybody in the face and says that should not make me more credible than this person sitting next to me here. me being gay, me being a Democrat doesn't have anything to do with my testimony. And I would hope if you were a Democrat in my position uh, that you would be doing the same thing. The things that I've seen behind the scenes are I- incredibly troubling. That's why I'm here today. And the fact that I'm gay and I'm a Democrat does not give me any more credibility than this guy. I think he was talking th- about Shapley uh, beside him. And I thought that made, I thought that was an incredible moment.
1: I agree entirely. It completely uh, blew up in the Democrats' narrative that somehow this is a political ploy, that somehow Republicans are somehow behind these whistleblowers, like these absurd uh, claims and efforts to discredit these whistleblowers, when in reality, these two men are veterans of the IRS. They've handled some of the largest cases when it comes to tax fraud that the IRS has investigated. They had emails backing up from the time, contemporaneous emails backing up what they're claiming. They have all this uh, corroborating evidence. And they also lack the political motivation the Democrats are pointing out. And I think the whistleblower deserves credit for, for really standing up for what he believes is right, despite his political views. He should be applauded for that, not attacked by the Democrats. But once again, it shows the Democrats have never cared really about holding power accountable. They never really cared about making sure our institutions are are fair, are are, are transparent, are are doing the right thing. They've only really cared about protecting Joe Biden and attacking Republicans. That's what they've done. That's what they did when they were in the majority. And thank goodness we have a House Republican majority now that's able to stop these these politics from Democrats that have abused their positions and are able to get to the bottom of what's going on in these institutions and really deliver transparency and accountability for the American people.
2: Tommy, I think you... And I were, and a lot of people are in the same category here of. We're tired of seeing the double standard. We're tired of seeing one side get away with everything and push a certain narrative that the media scoops up. And we're tired of seeing the Republicans sit back and take it. So what's your response as somebody who is the rapid response director for the RNC when somebody says, I want the GOP to actually do something. I want them to fight back. What's your response when someone says that?
1: Well, two things. First of all, I think just imagine the difference of Adam Schiff right now is in the majority of the intel committee. If we didn't have Representative Comer, Representative Jim Jordan, Speaker McCarthy, uh, Representative Jason Smith, who were leading these committees as these Republican part of this Republican majority that are actually getting to the bottom of this, we wouldn't have the bank records. We wouldn't have the FBI form. We wouldn't have all of this evidence showing or indicating this this. Uh, massive influence-peddling scheme. That's Republicans fighting back. That's Republicans delivering real accountability. And not to mention the fact, in terms of policy, stopping Joe Biden's agenda right in its tracks. That only happened because Republicans right now are fighting as hard as possible. And I think the second part of that is the Republican Party isn't, you know, some distant back room. It's the grassroots It's millions of people around the country that are every day talking to their neighbors, building that political community, electing Republicans to office to make sure that we deliver these results. And the best way to make sure that we really deliver results in a concrete fashion is to elect a Senate Republican majority and make sure Joe Biden's a one-term president and elect a Republican. And for that, every single Republican needs to get involved. So if you're out there saying, why won't the GOP do something, I think that's a call to action for all of us to make sure that we – Go to bankyourvote.com. Make sure we take the pledge to bank your vote. Make sure we get involved in our local communities. Get those reinforcements to Capitol Hill so it's not just one chamber, one majority leading this fight, that we can have a Senate Republican majority and a Republican president deliver real results, deliver real accountability.
2: Is changing the Senate really the difference between having these hearings where we get a lot of one-liners, we get a lot of zingers, we get a lot of heat being thrown, but nobody ever gets— put into jail, or nobody ever loses a job. It seems like, you know, big tech, we had a hearing, they got away with it. We had a hearing about the IRS whistleblowers. Well, as of right now, everybody's getting away with it. Is changing the Senate going to be the difference in that process?
1: Well, that's a major help if you just think about uh, impeachments, for example, which, you know, there's uh, a lot of discussions going around about Merrick Garland, for example. Speaker McCarthy saying that if Merrick Garland is shown to have lied to Congress, that he will begin impeachment inquiries. Uh, That's something that he said. Though, obviously, if there's Democrats in the Senate that are are more determined to protect Merrick Garland than actually deliver accountability in that scenario, uh, then we wouldn't end up actually removing Merrick Garland from office. So that Senate is incredibly important, but not to mention also the leverage that it adds, making sure that it's not just the House, one chamber of Congress, but making sure it's both a united Congress, both chambers pushing for this, pushing for accountability, pushing for transparency, both holding hearings, both passing legislation, both holding uh, the president's feet to the fire if it's a Democrat, but if obviously if we have a Republican president, then working with a Republican president to get things done. So really flipping and having both chambers of Congress is incredibly important. But I don't want to downplay the fact that the House GOP is really delivering results for the American people right now and delivering a ton of information that we would never have if Adam Schiff was in charge of the intelligence community right now.
2: He's the rapid response director for the RNC. Check out some of his work on Twitter at RNC Research. Tommy Piggott. Tommy, we'll talk next week. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma,
1: who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participating McDonald's for a limited time.